Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Now, my first thing I need to say with this podcast is a total disclaimer. Fuck is said a lot in this podcast. So swearing um, is in reference to this book. He talks about the subtle art of not giving a fuck. This is a book review. Do not be offended by my use of it. Not all my podcasts have this much swearing. Um, The idea behind the subtle art of not giving a fuck is really looking at things differently. So how I came to know about this book, Theon had suggested it. It was in my Audible wish list for a while. Um, my audible wish list is where books land when I have enough reading to do, um, so I'm not ready to buy it. A lot of times I like to add things to my wish list just in case, you know, Audible does these giveaways where they buy everything in your wish list. So my book list in my wish list has a good hundred books at any given time. Um, and I clean it up every so often or if a book goes on sale and it's in my wish list then I buy it, that type of thing. Um, but my audible list is, you know, books I've downloaded is probably 200 books, but my wish list is another hundred. Um, I read the reviews on the subtle art of not giving a fuck and was not really impressed. Uh, A lot of the reviews said it's just another self-help book. Um, And I told Theon as much. When he told me I should read it, I was like, yeah, eh, it doesn't have the greatest reviews, so I'm not going to go download it. Um, Then a friend I was doing some coaching coaching with, you know, coaching for myself, she's coaching me on being blocked, and she suggested it. And I listened to it, and I love it. And isn't that always how we are with our partners? You know, they can suggest something, but as soon as somebody else suggested it, then it's a good idea. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've done this to Theon. He suggested I listen to something or suggested I read a book. Um, And it takes me a while to get on board. Um, So I want to get into some of the things that stood out to me about this book, about the subtle art of giving a fuck. Um, So according to Mark Manson, you are not special. Um, He says, if everyone is extraordinary, then nobody is really extraordinary, right? Like, if you think about that, if you can't, everyone can't be extraordinary. Um, So recognizing that is like the first step in the art of not giving a hoot. Um, He goes through a whole lot of things. um, But one of the things he says is to not give a fuck is to stare down life's most terrifying and difficult challenges and still take action. So even when life has the hardest things thrown at you, um, you still need to take action. And that's when you're choosing, um, choosing your fucks, choosing what you care about. Um, really crazy because I wrote out this podcast before, um, I was hospitalized last week. So rereading this and going through this is really fascinating because even through, I was hospitalized last Monday, even through all of that, uh, my son came out at 27 weeks. He's in the NICU. He's been eight days of, of life so far and he's doing amazing. Um, I'm still taking action, right? Um, so I definitely learned something from this book, um, He has a a top three list as he starts to go through. Um, He calls them the subtleties, right? So the subtle art. So what are the the subtleties that you can take away from it? Um, Number one, overcoming adversity. So doing what's right for the sake of your value. So reserve fucks. Reserve what you care about. Reserve where you show that you care for things that really matter. That person cut you off, that doesn't really matter, right? Reserve what you get upset about. Do not get upset over the stupidest little things. 
Number two, give about give a fuck about something more important uh, than adver- adversity. And in this in this particular instance, he tells this really funny story about the coupon lady. You know, she doesn't have anything else to care about, so she really cares about her coupons. So to her, coupons are a big deal because she doesn't have anything else of value in your, her life. So find something that's more important to care about um, than the adversity. Then, you know, somebody didn't redeem your coupon like you wanted them to. Um, and then number three, you are always choosing what to give a fuck about. So you're always choosing what you care about. You're always choosing what's going to make you upset. You choose your feelings. You choose your thoughts. Um, If you don't find that meaningful something, your fucks will be given to meaningless causes. Um, Some of the things that he said that that stick with me, um, it's okay if things suck sometimes. Um, Experiences mean less as we have more. So to a toddler, you know, all new things are exciting because everything's new. Um, People who have everything, right, super rich people, people who have everything aren't always satisfied. He gives the example that he's visited, you know, 60 places, you know, 60 stamps on his passport. And really the first one to two places he visited, he was like, wow, you know, number 55 and 60, um, eh, not, not as exciting. Uh, he also talks about this thing called the disappointment panda and he wishes that there was, you know, somebody who could go around and walk on, walk around and knock on doors and give people harsh truths, right? Because we live, some people tend to live in this little bubble world. Um, and he wants to hand out harsh truths to people because again, you have to choose what you care about and somebody telling you that something doesn't matter, more people need to hear. A really good quote that I took away from him from this book, and his book is broken up into small chapters, so there's a lot of lot of really good nuggets, very well written. Um, Uncertainty is the root of all progress, of all growth. So the more certain you are about something, um, that doesn't mean that you're growing, right? If you're uncertain, if you don't know what you're doing, that's when you grow. You're learning how to do whatever it is. Uh, So happiness comes from solving problems. That's something that really resonated with me. I think that's the reason that I love my job so much is because I'm constantly solving problems. Um, Solving problems, not avoiding problems. So again, happiness comes from solving problems. It's really, really resonated with me. Um, Talked about perception and things, viewing everything as a challenge, um, looking for opportunities for growth. Um when we have emotions around challenges. So emotions are simply biological signals that are designed to nudge you in the direction of beneficial change. So if something doesn't feel right, if something feels really good, right? There, these emotions that we have, so our thoughts, right? Lead to our feelings, lead to our actions, lead to our results. Um, our emotions in that sense are our biological signals. So that's the vibration that we're getting that tells us where we need to go. So what pain do you want in your life? What do you want to struggle for? So what adversity do you want to overcome? And are you willing to do the work? So those questions, I'll read those again. What pain do you want in your life? What do you want to struggle for? What is worth struggling for? Are you willing to do the work? So when you want to make a change in your life, when you want to move forward, um, what are you willing to do? 
talks about he talks about life being all about your depth of experience all about adventure um if there's no reason to do anything there's also no reason to not do anything um just really great tidbits that help at least me take action um among other anecdotes he's always telling stories to really apply these all these nuggets to your life but he talks about the value of suffering um, the self-awareness onion. So, you know, peeling back all the layers and getting more self-aware. Uh, he compares rock star perspectives. And, you know, he talks about this one rock star that, you know, he was kicked out of a band. And so he went on to try to be more successful than that band. But he could never be more successful than that band. So even though he was moderately successful, he wasn't as successful as that band. So he viewed himself as a failure. Then there's the other guy that was kicked out of another band. And he went on to have a family and a great life. And he looks at it as, well, I have this family and this great life, which I wouldn't have had if I would have gone on in this band. And while he has less than the other rock star that went on to try to pursue and be as good as the other band, um, he still has more because of his values. So it's all about what you value. Um, So he talks about shitty values, good values, and bad values. So shitty values um, would be things like pleasure, uh, material success, the need to always be right and uh, staying positive. So staying positive, he actually views as avoidance. So instead of solving problems, being positive just helps you avoid problems. So good values are reality-based. They are socially constructive. They are immediately controllable. So things like honesty, that's a good value. The bad values are superstitious. They are socially destructive and they are not immediate or controllable. So an example, popularity. Um, Towards the end, he gets into talking about what your legacy is, which I really resonate with. I've written in my planner for months and months and months, planning for three generations. How do I plan for three generations? You know, I have three kids now. How do I set them up for three generations down the road um, that my family is taking care of? So what's your legacy? Uh, that, That gives you something, right? That gives you something more important than yourself. Um by striving to have a legacy. Um, Another great thing that I took away from it besides, you know, that I love problem solving um, and that choosing your values and you choose your thoughts and, you know, all these things that I've I've known just heard it in a different way from him. But um, you're wrong about everything, but so am I. So it's not wrong like the spectrum of wrong to right isn't ever wrong to right. It's actually wrong to less wrong. So we strive for constant improvement. You're never absolutely right. You're just less wrong than you were. So there's always going to be a better or an improved version of something. Um, He talks about constant improvement. So I think that sounds confusing. So I'm going to say it again. So you don't ever move from wrong to right, but you move from wrong from wrong to less wrong. Super helpful thought. Um, The Subtle Art of Giving a Fuck, read it, has so much golden wisdom just offered in a little twisted way, a little different way. Um, Helpful for some people. It is kind of trendy in the sense of all these, you know, fuck feelings, all these books that have swear words in them. Um, He does swear a lot in it. So if you're offended by swearing, don't read the book. But 
if you want wisdom delivered in a different way, listen to or read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Um, This has been episode 25 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Uh, You can check out the blog Sprinkles, SSSprinkles.com to see links to previous podcasts. I also have quite a few blog posts about what I went through um, with the hospital and updates on Frankie, um, my newest son who came super early. So check that out and leave a comment, encouraging comment. You can also send me a voice message through Anchor. Um, Thanks for listening.